the show. Starting the show. And I'm starting the show and I am JC24 uh, Warrior of Light Cashman. Welcome to our Short Convos uh, podcast. I'm here with... As Mirali, we are available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to your favourite podcasts. Welcome no, to the show. I believe we're a self-help podcast, aren't we? Is that Personal what it says? Development? Personal development. It? We're here to help people. We're here to moviegoers. Good. Well, we'll do a bit of anything, whatever the people yeah. need. Uh, before before we talk, I, I can't talk to you unless you watched a couple of films. Did you watch a couple of films or not? They're on the list. I'll, yeah. I'll, when, I, when I find a minute, <laughs> they'll get watched. Yeah, you sure. usually need more than a minute for a film. However, yeah. going on with that topic, I thought a good one to start uh, today because I heard it on the radio. Uh, Bill and Ted's uh, new venture is out. So mm-hmm. you've got... You've got a uh, telephone box, a time machine telephone box. Where do you go as? Oh, any, any place, any time. Any place, any time. I would really like to go and see what the gladiators were like. In <laughs> okay. When or, I just want to see if that was, because, you know, we <laughs> were talking was, about yeah. gladiator, the film uh, the other day. Uh, I just want to know if it was, the way everyone perceives it to have to have gone down. I don't know. Is this a romantic idea? No, I think quite. Yeah, I think it's a bit more of a sadistic idea. I just get the <laughs> feeling like you give a guy a sword or a mace or whatever they got. I can't see that lasting more than like five seconds. I don't see no. like a, a back and forth parry and block and all the rest of it. I imagine they're over pretty quick. So I, yeah. I don't know why, but <laughs> that's where I. That was the first thing that came to mind when you asked. <laughs> that's what I'd go look at <laughs> where would you go well I like everything I can layer this uh, this question uh, so I, I actually thought about it I find these things really great I really like thinking about it so I've over thought about it I'm going to give you an, an open <laughs> answer uh, so uh, thinking deep about it I would actually like to revisit parts of my own life okay uh, I, like, you know, monumental moments. I'd like to be a fly on the wall looking at my past self, if that makes sense. Not in a weird kind of way. Like, for instance, I'd like to go back to my childhood Christmas. Uh, I'd like to see all the people that aren't here anymore and they're enjoying those very special times. I think Without if I had... Interacting with it, just yeah, being just present. A, yeah, like the memories there, that's probably enough. But that, that came to mind. Uh, then what, I, w- I would like to just, uh, I would like to explore history. I'd like to go to all the big, big things that happened in history, like the big speeches, the big, you know, your Malcolm X speech, your, uh, your big battles. Yeah, you know, uh, your 46, 1840 or whatever, 66 or whatever it was, or all those different historic things. Uh, I would have liked to, yeah, to just stand in a crowd. But if we're talking just straight answer, so that, all that bullshit aside, straight answer, uh, if I could walk in it and go one place, I'd go to Mose Eisley because I think uh, that cantina is where you would find some action. So I'd go a long time ago, far, far <laughs> away from here, uh, and I'd go, go to that cantina, because I think you could find some adventure there. So, yeah, that, that's like what I'm breaking getting. the rules of the time machine a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying you can go anywhere then, all right? You can re-answer. You can go anywhere, literally fictitious as well. Oh man, that's opened up some doors. 
Well, then I want to go to the future when the machines take over or the apes, either one of okay. those, and watch one of the takeovers happen. Like the, the judgment day, the day that it happens where it all, it all goes tits up and uh, it all goes the So we're going way. to Terminator 2. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, that'd be fun. I'd enjoy a bit of that. But again, fly on the wall. I don't want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't interested in having my head ripped off by a Terminator, but I've quite happily watched someone else experience it. That's fine. <laughs> no, I think I, I'll be like, pass me a gun, I'm in on this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not um, coming back, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, going on previous episodes, it was, uh, I don't know if it's the universe talking again, but I went into Boots uh, the other day. I got myself uh, some shampoo. I decided I needed my own shampoo. Living in a household of four girls, it's like uh, young women. I'm like, all right, I'm going to have my own shampoo. So, yeah. yeah I was if we had a sponsor, out. this would be the time where we'd yeah. slide in that sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> so, you hearing that there, people? Uh, and yeah, I was at the checkout, and guess what they had at the checkout? Brown paper bags. Okay. They heard That's our cool. podcast. They heard our podcast. Yeah. The head of Boots is listening. Good man. Yeah. Brown wow. paper bags. So yeah, good I'll, on I'll Boots. With that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll I like keep that. my eye open now. The co-op now do uh, biodegradable bags, so like the ones that you use for food right. waste. But their shopping bags are now biodegradable. So that's a step a in the little... right direction then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, they seem to be fine. It's a plastic bag, but it, it's going to mould away unlike the others yeah. that are going to stick around Right in forever. the compost heap. Yeah, nice to see. Um, nice to see. But everyone, really, if you're listening to this, get yourself a canvas bag, man. Like just yeah. sort yourselves out. Get yourself a Some reusable bag. Some geezer that's going to walk around with you in a canvas suit, a canvas bag, man. Please. And he can carry everything out. for you. That's <laughs> in front. It's not too much to ask. I think the, we should have a segment, by the way. Um, okay. I think we need quote of the week because we both love right, a quote. Yeah. So I, I think we quote. should, uh, at some point in it today, share a quote that we like and where, why it uh, resonates with us. Oh, we're there now. We're there now, guys. Welcome to quote of the day, <laughs> quote of the week segment uh, dropped in. I'll tell you why this came up. I've been trying to save quotes recently because I keep hearing them. And Do you want to see I... my list? Do you want to see my list? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And I hear them all the time. I go, that's a great quote. And then I don't put it anywhere. And then I want to reuse it. And I'm like, nope, it's, uh, it's lost. It's gone. So I keep a list now. Uh, let's see the one that really got me that I was like, this was the one that made me think, we should, uh, we should do this. Uh, if successful people and unsuccessful people share the same goal, then the goal cannot be what differentiates the winners from the losers. Yes. I like that one. I yeah. thought that was a, a banger. Because uh, yeah. I, I think that's... Um, who, who was that? That's real truth. This came from the book Atomic Habits, which is what I'm reading okay. at the moment. Uh, and he, he, he was talking in that one about the GB cycling team. Uh, and how they were losing for years and years and years. We never even got on a podium. And then they got a new coach in who focused on creating systems rather than just training for the goal of getting the gold. Uh, and through that, we had we basically became the most successful Olympic yeah. cycling team ever. Well, I think they're the most successful Olympian sport, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We I clean, think it was 1% they were winning 90% of the medals on offer in, something in the like games. That. Something like that. Crazy. So, yeah, and that, then that came up in that one about 
it's what differentiates you is not, you know, that you both want it or who wants it more. Uh, there's something else. There's, and again, he talks about systems and putting things in place. That's really interesting, actually, because it's something that I've really explored as a as a coach uh, myself. And uh, is that Bell there? Coach, coaching what? Coaching what? Uh, you know, just life and martial arts, of course. <laughs> yeah, a coach in martial arts. Systems being one one of those things. Uh, I could bore you to death with my my systems. But what we've been doing since lockdown, actually, uh, or this situation, because we've not had the direction of a, of a goal of a tournament, as in a day we're competing or next day, I've uh, looked at the process that we've been working and I've basically gone back. I said, okay, we've got a while until we're going to be competing. And we went back to literally grassroots like everyone was a beginner and just built it up week on week, week on week. We've got to a point where what, what I'm trying to do, I suppose, is make something that is really complex, something that is really unique to every individual person, but simplify it. Uh, and I've uh, concentrated on uh, three aspects. Uh, one being the goals, because I believe in order to, and what I make a point of is this is to succeed underline just for success not however you want to apply it yeah uh, like you know we've got kids that are coming training at our dojo that don't know what they're going to do uh, we've got adults that are coming training that know that they don't really want to compete but the the drive to success it can be the same and uh, it's just you know the chosen path you take so yeah the first uh, factor of the process is goals is goal setting and it's simply as just turn up every week training if that's your goal you're going to then achieve great things you know whatever you want to do in life and succeed at as long as you start and you have a consistency that that's the first thing and then obviously you can then put your midterm goals long-term goals and your wise and uh, everything else into it and then the uh, second factor that we've uh, been concentrating on which kind of is there anyway is just the hard work so once you're there uh, once you've got your goal in place, actually doing it, actually turning up. And then when you've turned up, you've made all that effort, actually put some effort into what you're doing. Make sure you do it correctly. Make sure you're doing it to the best. But what um, made me think of this is what you just said. Uh, I haven't got a word. Maybe you can help us, actually. Uh, the 1% factor is what we've, uh, we've referred to as at the moment. Might just say that. So it's that 1%. Uh, of people that achieve the highest goal. Uh, like the Irish Open, for instance, you know, arguably the hardest event to win uh, in, in our uh, sport. And the open weight on average has 100 people. But only 1% one, only 1 is going to win that tournament. And we've just been discussing what, what contributes to that 1%, you know, what people are doing on the build-up. So we brought it down to like a two-week window. So that build-up to the event, two weeks. Because, you know, by, by the time you can, you know, you're into later rounds of the Irish Open, you could win, anyone could win it kind of thing. Uh, so we brought it down to like the two weeks prior, to the week prior, to the day prior. And we're even talking about... Or, you know, the night before and on the day. Yeah, and, you know, the triggers and different things you're doing. So, yeah, interesting. 
Yeah, well, there's a book recommendation there for, for yourself and for anyone who's into that. It was, it's called Outliers. Uh, and Outliers is the exploration of the 1% in a load of different ways. So it looks outliers. at the outliers. Yeah, so the people Explain who the are, the, uh, again, people who are, if you look at the majority of people, the, the 90%, the 80%, but in this case, the 99%, uh, this is the person who is the outlier. They stand out from the crowd and what yeah. is it that made them do it? So uh, this book talks about sports professionals that have just got records that will never be touched and business people and people who have raised you know vast sums of wealth and it just explores what all these people have in common across a vast spectrum of different disciplines uh, and then you find out kind of what is it that makes the you make a list of all these books i've got all these books just uh, scattered and buried oh. all over the place but i, I just have a list uh, yeah, I, I love to read. So they're, they're just everywhere. And uh, some of them uh, resonate pretty heavy. So they become like, I'm not a religious man, but I've got certain books that I'd consider my Bibles uh, where it. I kind of just go back to them because they, they help me. Right, as, can we have a, a book week? We're going to have oh, a book yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good Put one. that on the cards. Let's have a book. And I want, to, I want them lined up on screen. I'll stack them. And I want to sit here and I just want Uncle Az... Just to talk. <laughs> get like a, I'll get, get a some uh, a pipe. Yeah, yeah, pipe. A smoker's a jacket. Yeah. A fireplace somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you just get a lighter or something. Or a lighter. It's all the same. It's all the same. You need to give me a quote, sir. Oh, I have to give you a quote. Right. I'm going to go with nothing. Uh, I'm just going to spontaneous this one. I'm not going to go with something out the ether. It's well known. Uh, do or do not. There is no try. Uh, just because I think it's the greatest quote from any film and it backs on from what we were talking about uh, last week. Uh, yeah, Master Yoda, I think that uh, particular scene that it comes from, like that bit where Luke's training in Dagobah with him, I think it is so, uh, for a better word, spiritual, so deep when you, you watch it and listen to it. And uh, yeah, George Lucas just did a really good job or... Uh, matey who directed that film if he was uh, Irving Kirsch or someone wasn't it if he was yes. behind behind I'm not sure entirely I have to read me uh, book uh, but yeah I, I think that that quote resonates uh, a lot yeah I love that quote so, and you just hear it kind of used it's used everywhere and from everyone isn't yeah. it uh, it yeah. kind of that's what shows how powerful it is because it, it, it you know across. you have people that just go hmm but then if you really listen and think about it it's uh yeah it's a it's a heavy quote there's something there to it for sure so right i think all of these things are sort of tagging in together i wanted to talk to you uh i went to uh the barbers uh had my hair trimmed last week and uh i've got a really good uh bond going uh with will i want to shout he's selling but i can't remember the name of it. I'm <laughs> find it, find next it time it. Yeah, Will the Barber in Salon, um, Salon, uh, Mankind, Mankind, Salon 12, Mankind in Crawley, uh, in the uh, mall. Uh, yeah, we're well, shout out for Will there. We do loads of shout outs today, aren't we? Everyone's getting yeah, a shout out. Everyone's getting a shout out. They can just pay us for it now, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe in the universal uh, payment, you know, it goes around. It'll come. But yeah, we always have a good uh, conversation and we always uh, chew the fat on the world and everything. And uh, we, were, we were talking about like conspiracy theories and all that kind of thing. 
and he were, what was the word he was using? You know, we were talking about not wanting to use sorry and those kind of words and tired and everything. He was using a word uh, conditioned, I think it was. Oh, he's been conditioned. And I wasn't quite sure if it was the right word in context. Anyway, the conversation got into, have we enslaved ourselves as a system, as people? So the, I think you could say the majority of people don't enjoy their job, do they? They don't, don't enjoy what they I think very few people can turn around and say, uh, I, I work, my, my passion is my job kind of thing. Uh, I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, more than fair. So, I, I think the number's going up, but yeah, I do believe the vast majority of people are w working so, to live. So maybe, yeah, maybe you can uh, explain a bit better what I'm saying or just uh, make, make sure I've made sense. But yeah, have we enslaved ourselves into a system? Has it just been a natural or an unknowing cause and effect that we live in the system that we live in right now? You know, the wealthy get wealthier, there's that, 1% wealth, we've mentioned 1% and that kind of thing. Or have we been enslaved? Is there someone, is there a cult, is there something more that has enslaved? Do you get, do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, completely. Um, a third option is, is it just our nature? And we've just changed the way we do it with it being, let's say, money now instead of territory or instead of resources uh has the has the game changed a little bit but is this just human nature and it would play out this that's way that's kind of what i mean by the first point that's kind of okay. what enslaving ourselves i like yeah. it's just a uh, yeah like you just said our nature is it is it that or is there someone controlling like will he he gave us some examples not saying that he believes there's an illuminate or anything like that he, he, i'm not saying he said that but he was just giving examples he has read and seen and there's there's believable facts you know there's sure. believable things that people are giving out yeah I, I would lean towards the first one personally that that we are just by nature with this is just the way we are. And it's kind of what's made us so successful as a species on this planet. But I also would not be surprised if there are people upstairs pulling the strings, um, kind of beyond our scope and beyond our understanding. And, you know, take someone like the guy from Facebook. When he made Facebook, I'm sure he had no idea the level of influence he would be able to have because he could censor a certain group of people and his ability to censor is so much more powerful than than almost anyone else's mm. he could choose to not allow someone to have a platform uh that, that others could and he could prop someone else up so if he wanted to and lean a political way or lean this he could very easily, easily push yeah. it one way and and we would be completely unaware that he was doing so uh and so i i think it's more than possible especially with the internet now i think it's more powerful than ever the ability to kind of control those things but yeah i'd say down deep down we're all kind of moving that way just by by nature yeah uh, i i just found it i i'm sitting really in the fence like there's a part of me that kind of would like there to be a hierarchy of people that are doing it because it feels like there's someone to aim at there's someone yes. to bring down there's someone i think that's to... a big point for why it why it comes up in the first yeah. place 
is people want to direct things to a, to a specific target. You want to aim at something, don't you? Whether yeah, you want a label or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your anger, your frustration. It? Yeah, you want to pin it on something. Because, you know, with America now, everything just gets pinned on Trump. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it's not all just Trump. Uh, America's had problems long before he came around. They're going to have problems long after. But you ask anyone the problem with America right now, and that's Trump, the name yeah. that they're going to say. Uh, you know, in the UK, no, I'd argue we say it's Boris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they are the person in charge. So I guess they're the person you're meant to point to. Yeah. Uh, but it, it must certainly spread a bit wider. Yeah, I feel if it was a systemized thing that has caused us to be where we are and you know the the sure diverse of wealth and everything else if that's cause and effect then it makes me feel more like well i, I don't want to play this game anymore i, I you know i want to chip out and go off grid kind of thing and uh you know just just not play in the system yeah i mean our evolution as a species is to explore to take over to hunt, to reproduce, to you know, gather resources. That's just what one what we've zero, been doing for time. One zero, one Black, zero, one zero, one zero, one. But the internet allows people to do it at a much faster rate and to reach a lot more people. And the like, the digitalization of money and the stock market and all of that stuff. It's changed. It's no longer I'll give you my chicken, you give me your goat. But, yeah. And the I, value I of value has changed, hasn't it? Yeah, and there's people, you know, they're very rich, but it's, there's nothing tangible. It's just zeros and ones on a screen, you know, and there's yeah. probably a button somewhere that you could press and that zero, that one would turn to a zero and their money would be gone. But there's, Have there's you no seen Fight Club? Wealth yeah, yeah, that yeah, idea. Burn yeah. down all the buildings and, uh, and all that money Reset. disappears. Reset the system you know yeah. uh, and you've got like in america like gold reserves. Okay, i'm getting a light and some dynamite <laughs> <laughs> and it's like even take gold we've put a value on that it's a it's yeah. a rock it's just a rock yeah. on this planet it's just a rare rock isn't it yeah. yeah it's a rare rock and it doesn't react to much so it hangs around for a really long time but we've attached value and it's to shiny it. and it's shiny super shiny but you can't eat it you can't cook with it you can't do no, a lot with it no. uh it's not the most useful thing in the world but we we attach a high value so uh yeah it's it's a bit of a mad one when you go down that rabbit hole you start your head starts to spin yeah, yeah it's hurting a little bit now for oh, come on <laughs> yeah right we change the subject then uh i was uh talking to cc last night we have a nice conversation that's my oldest daughter in the way home after uh, our trainings and everything. And uh, she asked me a, a good question. Uh, she says, what do I, we were talking about trainers. She loves trainers. She's got a thing about trainers at the moment. So that's how we got onto this. And she said, what do you notice first on a person? Like when you meet someone, what do you notice first? And like uh, her mum, my wife, Lauren, uh, she, she sees things that I don't see. So we're coming away from her and she'll say like, oh, they've got, and it's like, what? Or we're being, she picks up on things. Uh, so I, I can see we all have different perspective. And I find it really difficult to describe people. And uh, like Lauren will say, I'll say, oh, I saw something, so I saw that. And she'll say, I'll describe them. And I can't. I, I, I don't, when I look and meet someone, I don't look at 
restricted things. Uh, so for instance, I, I take on board whether they're smartly dressed or not, if they're tall, they're small, or, or those kind of things. But I think I look at the person as a whole rather than on detail. And I'm not saying this is right, wrong, good or bad thing, but what, what would you say on that? My one changes from time to time. So like recently, well, this was before lockdown. Been eyeballing you. <laughs> I was really aware of handshakes. So I was really okay. aware of whether someone had a, a firm handshake. And again, it wasn't with a judgment, like you've got a weak handshake or anything. I just paid attention to it for quite a while. Uh, and now my thing is eye contact. So it's whether or not people actually make eye contact with me because everyone's been a bit messed up from everything that's happened. Mm. So that's like the first thing I now look for. And I'm really like, it's almost like I'm standing there going, go on, look at me, look me in the eye, do it, do it. And they don't. So yeah, but I get what you mean. Um, I think that might be a, a male female thing. Cause I I'm the same. I don't tend to pick up on, and would go, did you have really good teeth? And I'm like, teeth? no idea. Didn't even realize they had teeth or didn't have teeth. <laughs> good ones. So yeah, I don't know if that's just something for, for whatever reason, not built into us. But yeah. I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Just look at them as a whole. Yeah, there's a lot well, of things here pe people can enlighten us on, can't they? Maybe they could, maybe yeah. they're scientists at these things. They help, can tell help us, us out. I'm assuming yeah. Cece's answer was trainers, right? She, she checks the she shoes. She says she checks shoes first. Yeah, that's the first thing. thing yeah, so I guess at. it's a bit of a value thing, isn't it? Like if you, yeah. you like shoes, then you're going to look to shoes. Uh, if you're interested in body language, which maybe that's what where we cope with it, is yeah. you kind of yeah. look at the body language first or the way they talk or the way they carry themselves. Can you fight? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be a worthy adversary? Are you a warrior? That's all is I it, care about. Yes. Is it worth my time to stretch? <laughs> I don't do pull a muscle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's I interrupted you. You're going to say something then? Yeah, but you've also then completely thrown me off. So I completely forgot right. what I was going to say. So I've, I've now had a complete mind blank. All right. Do you like surprises? Look, as I'm bringing out stuff I've never asked you in these short combos, do you like do surprises, like surprises or you're not a surprise man? I don't think I like surprises. I didn't think you would. I don't think I do, but I'm also now trying... Well, actually, all right, last time I was surprised was by you, and that was quite a nice surprise. Uh, and I had no issue with you it. You looked I guess quite it shocked. I was, yeah, pretty shocked. It took me about half the, for anyone who doesn't know and who hasn't been explained, uh, I got married this year and JC pretty much abducted me one day for my yeah. uh, bachelor party. And it was, uh, it was a shock. And he decided to drive me pretty, pretty far away to see where, where Jedi's come from. Uh, we won't go any further than that, but it was a very great trip. And it was about five and a half hour drive. Yeah, yeah, six hours. Yeah. yeah. And I'd say about two hours into that drive, <laughs> I'd, I'd settled into what was going on. You grounded. And my brain had wrapped around it. But that was a nice surprise. And I, and I enjoyed that. So I, I think it might depend. If it was like a surprise party, I don't know if I'd enjoy that. Like the whole, the lights come on and everyone says surprise. Yeah. I'd be a little bit like, my, my angle is more from a point of view uh, of, a gift or a present or something that you're going to find out about or something like that. Do you like sort of savouring it? Like for instance, I, I'm quite happy savouring something and not knowing. Like if it's, if I'm getting something for Christmas, I don't want to know what it is. 
until I open it on Christmas. It's, yeah. That moment is special for me. Yeah, in that case, I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's stuff like that, I think delayed gratification is, is a good thing. And if you, if you can hone that, then that's a powerful thing. Uh, they did a cool test with kids with the marshmallows. You heard of the marshmallow test? Tell me. They give a kid a marshmallow. They sit them in a room. Uh, and then they say to the kid, I'm going to walk out of the room. I'm going to come back in five minutes. If you haven't touched the marshmallow, you get a second oh, one. Oh, a second one, yeah. Or you, or you can eat the you one. Go, it's, you t- go, yeah. it's testing delayed gratification. And most kids just eat the marshmallow uh, and don't <laughs> wait for it. But, <laughs> yeah. but there's a small percentage who, who, who can do it. And it might just be a... It's, it's something that's just kind of built into some people and isn't built so much into others. But uh, it's fun to watch the videos of kids kind of sitting there and some are like smelling We're going to do that. We're going to do that at our digest. <laughs> do it with the that. mini gonna... kids. Yeah, yeah. You'll have great fun with it. <laughs> I might do it with the adults as well. Do it the, <laughs> the test. And as I'm going to need to write down this down, well, it's just self-gratification. I, don't, I can't forget this. If you just type in marshmallow test, it will come up. It's quite okay. like a famous... Uh, Famous thing. There'll be a lot of videos on YouTube if you ever want to just... You know when I'm going to do it, as we're going to do it at the next advanced training. Yeah, and I'm sure there's also a negative way you could do it in the sense of uh, if you don't do something, you'll get a sidekick. If you do do something, you're going to get two sidekicks. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure there's a way of flipping it on its head if you really just want to torture people with it as well. I, I think we've got, got somewhere we could work with this, definitely. Something, something can happen. I like Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, uh, back to the surprise things, I, I like that sort of drawing something out kind of thing. Like, what, what comes to mind is when, I think when I grew up, I, I had a small group around me of family, and we all got on so well because we all had a similar interest, we all had a similar sort of way of, thing. we were comfortable in each other's space. But it didn't expose me to as much as, I've now seen when, you know, you have a partner that comes from a different walk of life, like Lauren had a much bigger family and everything else. And I can remember uh, one of the first Christmases, like George, her her brother, was like a a younger lad uh, when we were together, not even a teenager. And uh, he would know what he had for Christmas because he, he would go through, he knew all the secret hiding places. And he, you know, by the 1st of December, he knew he was getting the scale electrics. He knew he was getting these night trainers. He knew he was getting all these things because he went and found them. Uh, but I couldn't even imagine even wanting to do that. It was like, to me, it'd be like, that's such a spoiler. When Lauren was pregnant with the girls, did you find out the genders? We did from a practical point of view. Right, okay. From a practical point of view. That's where it changes if it's practical. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, uh, for instance, uh, if I'm fortunate enough to get a nice gift and I know it's going to have a practical use because we're going away and I'll be able to take it with me and I'll have an opportunity to have it earlier than I would. But that's where I change with things like that. Yeah, I think the whole gift thing gets a bit trickier as you get older as well, because yeah. like I don't want for anything anymore, to no. be honest. And anything I exactly. want, I'll just go get for myself if I want it. Uh, so when it comes to getting gifts, I'm, I'm usually of the thing of don't get, you don't need to get me anything. Don't get me a gift. Uh, and for a lot of people, I just ask, can, can I just have your time? Uh, like mm-hmm. I said to Anne for my birthday, which is not till January, I was like, if you just the only gift I want is you book it off of work so that we can spend the day. I'd rather that than, than you go out and buy me anything. Um, mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I, and then I'd rather it be a surprise if you're going to get me something in that sense, because then at least I get the surprise. Yeah. <laughs> whether, yeah. It, whether you like the gift or not, you, uh, you get the surprise. Yeah. Surprise yeah. is a good fun. Surprise. Surprise. So I haven't asked yet. How was your week? The, the week was fine. I, I've got to, I've become, I'm calling it bulletproof. Uh, at this point, it could, a meteor could drop down on my house and, and I'd probably it. sit here. Oh, I wouldn't catch it. It would, it would incinerate <laughs> the whole house and I'd be sat here and I'd go, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. On we go. Uh, yeah, yesterday, drove home, went over something, nail or whatever, tire burst on my car. Crisps, you drove over packet pack, of crisps, weren't it? An empty, empty packet of crisps. It's all it takes with my car. Do not <laughs> buy a Nissan Duke. We've done a lot of promos, so let's do a, a demo. Do not buy a as, Nissan as Duke. May I say, is the Duke at fault? Yes. 100%? <laughs> yes. That I, I can actually, yes, say 100%, which, you know, the company, which, yeah, you get, yeah, they, they yeah. recently did a reliability review uh, on this car, and they said it's so bad that Nissan should feel compelled to recall it. Uh, no. that, that, that's how, that's how that consistent that's the problems were. burning. <laughs> yeah, right. there's like three or four problems, all of which I've had, that are just across the board. You bought a Duke you're going to experience this within 60,000 miles of, uh, of owning it. Uh, it's a piece of crap car. <laughs> I can't right. stand it. Uh, and it's on the way out. But the wheel went yesterday and I got out the car and I just laughed at it. I just looked at it, laughed at it. Because you're bulletproof. Because I'm just bulletproof. It's just like, what else can you throw at me, universe? I'm, I'm not scared anymore. Bring it on. Good. Good. So the week Good. was fine. I don't know. It probably really bad but i'm saying it was just fine i'm assuming that yours is the same because you are also someone i'd consider to be pretty bulletproof yeah i i would uh, i would i think uh sometimes a superpower is tested uh there's a bit of kryptonite yeah. in the room I, I think that that happens but i feel quite steady at the moment and uh i think what has helped is we've got a few things in the diary to really look forward to I think that's a, a big help, especially at times at the moment where, you know, there's a lot to be worried, be stressed, be anxious and everything about. Like, for instance, at the start of lockdown, literally that weekend we were told we were going into lockdown. I was taking the girls uh, to Cornwall uh, to uh, do, well, we were going to, oh, I've let on too much, to go to the Jedi uh, place. Uh, and I, I said, oh, well, as soon as we can, you know, once lockdown's over, we we go. And I rebuilt the camper engine, uh, so that's uh, taken that off the road. Uh, but we're going this weekend, so we're going going surfing and uh, yeah, to see the, the the Jedi place. So that's nice to look forward. Lauren and I, uh, we we're going away. We've got a, a, a few days together. We've got a couple of other things uh, planned that we're doing. And I think that that's a really strong tool. Uh, I think that's something that uh, I I think could lead to you keeping a consistent like people look forward to holidays don't they and that kind of thing yeah because otherwise you're kind of just staring into the abyss a little bit. yeah i think that's what's been driving a lot of people a little bit up the wall is uh like you said the calendar just got wiped clean and everyone was like mm, mm, mm. what am i oh, doing really? now yeah but i tell you an interesting thing that brought to me was uh priorities and how i think a lot of people 
need to sort out their priorities. Uh, the, the PM recently did a thing where he announced the uh, rule of six, where in the UK, for anyone who's listening from abroad, we are now only allowed to socialize in groups of six. And then of course the media are allowed to ask their questions and, and grill him a little bit. And I was looking forward to that bit. because I was like, right, yeah, ask the big important questions, you know, Brexit's coming, uh, all of this is happening. Let's, let's, let's hear from the man. And the first question was, PM, are you, are you saying that Christmas is canceled? <laughs> <laughs> you need to sort your life out, mate. If, you, if that's your biggest concern right now, you've got your own one and only question for the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. And your question is, is Christmas is canceled? Sort your life out, <laughs> please. Yeah. Put it together, man. We're yeah. going to be fine. And yeah. Uh, yeah, on that note, I think I better go and plan for Christmas. So, no, yeah, I think there should be a law. You shouldn't be able to talk. I love Christmas. Let me get that out there. I absolutely love Christmas. But I don't think you should be able to talk about it until the 1st of December because I love Christmas that much. And it's too This valuable. is something I, well, we, I agree with you completely, but not for the same reason. But I also agree that Christmas should not be discussed until December. <laughs> uh, and people who bring it up in October... Or not, September. <sighs> I, I only understand it if you work for a shop that's going to sell Christmas stuff. Fair enough. Do what you need to do. Business is business. But if you're just someone celebrating it, you need to fit some stuff in <laughs> in between September and Christmas. That cannot be the only thing you are looking forward to for the second half of the year, please. All right, crystal ball then. Uh, maybe we have a crystal ball time. What do you see... Uh, occurring this next week for you? Where are we going to be? We're going to be up, down, or around, or are you just going to be sitting there in your bulletproof naked shell? We're going to be up. I, I only want to go up at this point. I, I think we've had a good amount of down. So for me, it's, it's upwards and forwards, which is why that's kind of what the bulletproof thing is. I, if, if I can't go up, then I'm certainly not going down. So I'm going to yeah. just stay neutral or up. So no matter what gets thrown at me, it's not going to put me in a negative mindset anymore. I'm just going to push through it and, and get on with it because uh, it's just, it's just going to keep coming by the looks of it. So if you're, it's that, that thing about the British weather. If you're only going to go out when it's not raining, you're not going to go out very much. So mm. it's like if you're only going to be happy when everything's going right, at the moment it seems, you're not going to be happy very much. So we're, we're onward and upwards. Bring it on, universe. Yeah. On that yeah, note, right. make sure you like Boom. us on whatever the thing is, subscribe. Like on the thing, the thing press is. the button on the thing, give yeah, five comment, stars word, and hearts on the thing. And that kind of thing, yeah. Do the thing. Do the thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. Peace.